On this week's episode, you'll hear from Alan and I as we sit down with our big winners from the weekend at the Tournament Champion Finals. We sure hope you enjoy these interviews. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast. This is Trevor Wade. I'm the Coonhelm Program Manager here at UKC, and I'm joined today by the Director of Hunting Ops, Alan Gingrich. What's going on, Alan? Yeah, I'm uh, ready to talk about some of our TOC coverage that we had, our winners and all that stuff, so good stuff today. Yeah, today's uh, today's episode is basically going to be just focusing on our our semifinalists. I think you talked to maybe a past winner and uh, some of our hosts from the uh, from the main show. So it's kind of good to be highlighting some of the big winners and big names from the weekend. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I talked to, uh, to several of them. I think we kind of, we talked to the six semifinalists. I did three of them. You did the other three, but, uh, and I also talked to a couple other people that you're going to hear from on this episode. Yeah. We both, we both had big plans for, uh, on TOC coverage, the post coverage here, talking about, and we want to highlight our judges that came out to help us, our guides. We want to talk about event officials, host clubs. We want to talk about all those things, and even the regions. There's but, a lot of things, <laughs> a lot of good things to talk about. There's a lot of information to unpack here, but we already have like an hour and a half worth of interviews here. Yeah. So I think what we've planned on doing, and we've uh, talked to media about it, this week we're going to we're going to talk to our winners and let them get their spotlight. And next week is when we're going to unpack everything. We're going to talk about coon scored at the regions. We're going to talk about the coon scored in the finals. We're and there was a bunch everything. of them. There was a bunch of them scored. That's right. So, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that episode and compiling that stuff. That'll be available next week for you guys to listen to. Um, so that'll be fun. But today we're going to focus on on some good interviews that we got from different people, and I think we got some good interviews here. We do, and let's just get right with it. You know, the first one that I had was uh, Mr. J.R. Graves. He was he was there again this year. Had uh, uh, several dogs there. Uh, yeah. He himself had a had a dog in it, plus uh, several dogs off of Willie. He was last year's winner with the Connor McGregor dog, the uh, 2022 uh, TOC champion. So I thought he was a great one to pull in for the first interview. So here's J.R. Uh, Gray. J.R., how are you this afternoon? Pretty good, buddy. How are you doing? Yeah, doing well. It's raining outside Friday afternoon at the TOC, and the, the sky's opened up here, and we got uh, a little downpour right now. Oh yeah, but we needed it. It was it, bad, dusty. It was that little little mile and a half trek back in here off the main road. Man, the dust is flying. Oh yeah, we got it all over us and dogs too. Yeah, I know. We brought a truck in here, one of the company trucks, to uh, take some tailgate pictures here on Friday morning or whatever. And uh, man, he needed to drive through the cornfield to keep the dust off of it really <laughs> on the way back here. So let's talk about. You've been here uh, three years. We had the tournament champions three years now, and you've been here every year. Yes, sir. We've we've been lucky, been blessed, and uh, it's been a great thing. Yeah. So the first year, let's back up to the first year. What was the first dog you had here? It was uh, Mill Creek uh, Willie B, owned by Kendall and Zach Norris. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you? I forget uh, how that turned out. Did you win your first round cast? No, we, we got beat. Okay, you got beat. Yeah, so, it's still a great experience, and yeah. glad it was here. Yeah. So what was what was your thought after the very first one? I thought it was, you know, just like I tell everyone, there's no other hunt, no other coon hunt that you can go to, you know, that's, that's set up like this. You all do an outstanding job. And, and I mean, if, if you're wanting people to 
see what a coon hunt's supposed to be like, this is the one you'd want them to come to or, you know, take pictures, send home videos and stuff. And uh, it's just a great atmosphere and a great experience. Yeah, it's more than just a hunt, maybe. It's more like an event or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So that was the first year. And then the second year, last year, you brought a dog named Connor McGregor. Yeah, Connor was a two-year-old off of a Willie and Nick Emmel's Abbey female. Right, right. And uh, so uh, as as fate would have it you cruise through each round and you were the eventual winner last year with uh, with conor mcgregor yeah so let's talk about that a little bit yep. what what was that experience like uh it just it was it was an amazing experience i mean uh you just get you get up here you know everybody comes most of the time you know most people's like well i got a dog that can win but you don't really never really think that you actually yeah. you know going to go through and win it all mm -hmm. but uh it was uh it was a, it was a big blessing so so uh so w before you come here did you have a lot of faith in the dog and and really well honestly uh january and february the dog hit his you know his two-year-old slump and uh, uh every dog that i've ever trained they go through that spell and yeah i honestly wouldn't ever even came if it hadn't have been that i already paid the entry fee uh so uh up until about the middle of march you know he just he from january to march he just was looking terrible huh. and uh about the middle of March, he started coming back around, and I'm like, well, I'll take him to the TOC, and if I do any good, you know, we'll go to the Super Stakes and then come back to the TOC. And, and you know, it wound up. He started clicking again, getting back to himself, and we went to the TOC uh, zones in Lancaster, and Friday night he treed uh, the only coon we scored on early. And then Saturday night uh, he treed two singles, but I ended up, you know, beating a guy on strike. We had a really good cast. I think we scored on five singles Saturday night and uh we move on here the first night uh thursday see it was on friday friday and saturday last year yeah it was so yeah. friday two, two rounds on friday, friday night yeah. early round you know we had to tree five singles to win the cast it, it was a, it was a shootout i think we scored on 10 or 11 coons wow yeah. and then uh saturday night or friday night late uh connor he showed out i mean we uh got you know got lucky he scored on four we scored on four singles and there's only one other dog in a cast tree to coon yeah so that late round that you're talking about this year now, we have changed the format we, where we start on Thursday and just have one round and then Friday, which is the night that we have right now that uh, for round two, which it's more relaxing, I guess, this way. But so before you go and went out on your late round on Friday, you probably didn't have as much time to think about like you would today where you have all day to yeah. sit around and think about it. Yeah, is, you, is, have you, how, how does that play in? And somebody is it easier you think just to get turn around and get right back out there i think there? it's easier because you ain't got time to think about it, you know <laughs> yeah. we come up here eat a big meal go out yeah. and hunt the early round yeah everybody that wins comes back you go ahead and get drawed back out late next thing you know you're you're already back hunting again yeah. so you know when you're hunting early rounds and late rounds do you practice for that or train for that a lot with the dogs we, we try to you know we always normally we, we'll hunt three or four nights a week we'll drive two hours north uh <sighs> just to get in better hunting yeah and uh we'll get up there we may hunt two or three dogs early then we may you know let them sit in the box for an hour or two hours sometimes and then hunt a couple more dogs or we may just keep on hunting them straight through but yeah, yeah I, I definitely think that you need to uh practice on that because some dogs they get stiff and yeah you, they'll they'll dominate early round you'll look at the scorecard they're like this dog looked awesome late round you're like oh is this the same dog right yeah so you you won that so you're in the next on saturday for the for the heads up early heads up yep. so how was how was that do you like heads up at all or yeah yeah that's right. it it's, it's intense you know because yeah. i mean 
you don't realize it's almost as almost as intense as being out there by yourself on that <laughs> yeah. used to you know you had to win that you had to go out and uh, score on a coon and, and have plus points at the world hunt you all, you only have to beat one dog but does that almost put more pressure on that, you that puts a lot of pressure <laughs> but it, it was good you know me and nick we ended up drawing each other and we had nick a, we, you're talking yep, about nick, nick Emmel. Emmel, yep. we had a great cast and uh connor ended up treeing two singles and gabby treated a coon then she got treated again but it, it didn't matter uh they wasn't enough time for him to do any good yeah so then the final cast you went you went out on it and um and tell us about that experience a little bit well you, you really don't know what to expect when you get out there and you know i guess it like you said it, it goes so fast you know you don't you don't even really get to get nervous for yeah well man you know i've guaranteed twenty thousand, but if i come out here first place winner that's fifty thousand dollars uh so you don't even really have time to get yeah. nervous for it <laughs> yeah. but then you get out and you got you know i guess there's probably 15 people walking yeah. in the woods and you know sometimes that kind of spooks yeah. the dogs too so you don't know how they're going right. to act but we had a, we had a great time the weather was good and uh i think we ended up scoring on five five coons yeah something like that i think it was it was think, a good cast yeah great yeah. cast yeah. great people yeah so yeah i was going to kind of ask you you know what are these guys here we're here friday you know we've got 24 dogs in it today Still on for Friday nights, Ron. I was going to ask you, you know, what are these guys thinking? But you really can't say because you weren't in that position no, to I, I sit around all day. And, and we didn't we didn't have time for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously, well, Connor ended up winning it. So what's uh, what's happened since then? I, I know you sold the dog. Yeah, I ended up selling him to uh, Billy Wolf and Austin Gentry, and they've went on. I think since last April, the dogs won right at ninety six or ninety seven thousand. Yeah, I see, I see some of the some of the hunts they've been winning with him. So that's good to see, and it's probably uh, probably you probably like seeing that as well. That yeah, they're having I, the I, success they are with him. I love seeing people do good, especially yeah. you know. I mean, yeah. people gets out there and hunt. You know, Austin's a hunter, yeah. and uh, and he wanted something he could win with, and, yeah. and they've done good with him. Yeah. So let's uh, fast forward to this year, uh, Willie. Your uh, world champion Willie dog had the most offspring here in the top ninety six. Six offspring, man, that is, that's an accomplishment there as a breeder. You'd think. Yeah, the good Lord, he's blessed us with a good dog, and you know, and, and Willie's throwed some pretty nice pups. Yeah. They, they've been pretty good to us. Yeah, and all that really probably stems back from the twenty eighteen World Championship. Kind of a no name kid from Kentucky, pretty green still. I oh, gotta yeah. say, wins the World Championship. And then obviously people start breeding to a dog and then to have him turn out to be the reproducer he is today and just pups everywhere. Everybody knows who Willie is. You know, it's a Willie pup. You don't have to say yeah. anything else. You know exactly what dog. Oh, how amazing is that story? It, it's, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great experience. I mean, you know, and, and it's something that you would never, everybody, you know, everybody wants a stud dog or dreams about having one, but you know, you never really. And then to go on and go ahead and win the world hunt with one with one. And then him turn around and reproduce like he's, you know, it's just, it's, it's a great feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this year there's 24 dogs in it. You, uh, did you play the pick them? We have this pick five, you know, before the, the top 96 starts. Did you do a pick five? I this got year? on there to do the pick five and my phone just kept blowing up. So <laughs> <laughs> I ended up, I, I ended up, I never did actually complete it, Didn't but you finish know, it. we had out of the six pups, you know, I was going, my yeah. five would have been five Willie pups uh, and yeah. I, I would have been the one out. Oh Yeah. <laughs> You're going to leave your own yeah, dog I'll out? Yeah, leave my own out. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what dog did you hunt here? I hunted a Scar, a two-year-old off of Willie and then Emmy, the one that won the world hunt, Lane Denny's female. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, a world champion, a world champion right there. Yep. Yeah, top and bottom. So 
How'd your hunt go last night? It went great. We had, we had some good dogs. We ended up scoring on, uh, I think, eight singles. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. We had we had a shootout. It was, yeah. it was a good hunt. Yeah. So, uh, uh, top twenty four is still in tonight. You got any uh, rooting for anybody here? Yeah. You got yeah. Any, I'm pulling. You? I'm pulling for my good buddy Casey. Uh, Casey Maggard. Maggard. Yeah. yeah. Lacey. Lacey. Yeah. Little Lacey. Uh, well, she's Alpha Willie and a Trick Magic female. But you know, me and Casey, I I know what Casey does. I mean, he lives about forty five minutes from me. So when I say we drive up the road two hours, you know, a night one way, you know, we got we probably got. 20, 20 plus hours of driving a week just to go hunting. Wow. Yeah. And and that, that boy, I mean, we come straight back from the super stakes. He's hunt Sunday night, Monday night, takes off Tuesday, then we come on Wednesday, we leave, come up here. I mean, he puts his time in, he deserves to win. Yeah. 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 Well, so you've been with her and she's very capable, I'm sure. Huh? Oh, yeah. She's, he wouldn't I, be as far as he is. I think she's one, one right around 130,000. Yeah. And uh, you know, there's, uh, there's, you know, this, this hunt is set up for anybody to be able to participate in it, you know, get your five cast wins, uh, throughout the calendar year that qualifies you for it. Go to the regions, be one of the top 96 to advance and you come here and, uh, you're all in the money when you come here. So anybody that, you know, can afford the, uh, you know, to go to get their dog qualified. It's not like it's a huge entry fee or anything like that. It does cost $150 to enter, but that's the one thing I like about the TOC here. This is and, by far the best hunt. Well, I mean, anybody can, most anybody can afford to participate in it for a big payday. Yes, sir. I, it, and that's what I like about it. You ain't got, well, well, so-and-so, we can't afford this. We, I mean, if you got enough hunts and you're feeding the dog, you can, you can afford a $150 entry fee. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's, and it's good to see. Just like these top twenty-four that we still have in it is a good example of that. There's a, there's several dogs in here that are, you know, not that well known at all. Yep, but that they, have a that have a shot at they're it. They're very well could be well known at her Saturday night. Yeah, could be another J.R. Gray yep. here. Yeah, so. Well, hey, I don't want to hold you up. I know uh, you're probably going to go out. You're going to go along with yeah, the Maggard tonight. Yeah, I'm going to walk with Casey. Yeah, so. Yeah, well, I don't want to hold you up here, but I appreciate you uh, sitting down with him here for a few minutes. All right. Thank you. As most folks know, with the TOC, we do a lot of the, uh, we do some broadcasting on YouTube, uh, and we have a couple of color commentators, Steve Burkholder and Rick Stretch have helped us out in the last couple of years, and they do a great job with it. On Thursday night, uh, Rick does interviews with the 24 cast winners that come back in. Uh, he did that again this year outside, and that's always good to hear from each one of those Rick did that, and then Steve's sitting on the panel, you know, and, and back and forth a little bit. They're talking about those casts. Uh, but I had the chance to get both of them in and uh, talk with them a little bit about their roles. And they put a lot of work into it, a lot of prep work for uh, for this and do such a great job with. But uh, uh, I asked them about that. So here's uh, Steve and Rick. Well, good afternoon, man. How are you all? Well, I'm feeling good. I'm telling you, I'm excited about tonight's event tonight. Yeah, Steve Burkle. Same, yeah, yeah, same here. I tell you, this is, um, you know, this is what you know. There's six handlers tonight, and this is what they've, uh, this is what they've been preparing for. So it's exciting watching this unfold. It really is. Yeah. Well, I'm here with uh, Rick Stretch and uh, Steve Burkholder. They are co uh, color commentators uh, on our uh, YouTube live stream. And uh, so uh, let's start with that a little bit. Uh, you've been doing it now for the last couple of years. You did uh, the TOC and the World Hunt. So uh, you've got a little experience under your belt. So what's, what's it been like uh, doing these? Uh, I'll tell you, the first time around for me was, was nerve-wracking because I wasn't for sure what, what all we need to talk about, how much time we had to talk about. It is really, truly a production event. And um, 
seeing all these cameras and the people behind the cameras, uh, I didn't even even imagine the first time around that it would be anything like this. Uh, it really keeps you on your toes. Um, people are helping all through the all through the podcast or all through the event, and they're telling you which way to turn, which way to look, yeah. which way to do yeah. everything. It's it's quite a operation, really. And it is, and you do some things kind of in the dark that you kind of like. Hey, what's you know? Don't yeah, know what's it, going it's, on. But it's not it's not super smooth. It's yeah. pretty smooth. Yeah. And and when it's not when it <laughs> when it's not real smooth, it, it'll fumble you up a little yeah. bit. Just like this year, we had you doing the cast interviews, the the cast winner interviews. Ben, you were outside, and you cannot see yeah. the rest of the guys on the panel. At the World Hunt, I was I, I thought it went real smooth, and and uh, we couldn't hardly do it any better. And then this year we changed it all up, <laughs> yeah. and you're out there in in what I would call the basement area of this place, and you can't see anybody, yeah. you can't hear anybody, and and we're counting on the cameraman to count us down five, four, yeah. three, two, one, and sometimes it's five to one, sometimes <laughs> it's we're live and we're not live. It, it was a little nerve wracking for the first two or three interviews, and yeah. then they got it right, and away we went. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about you, Steve? Up there, you can't well, see him. You can see him. You have yeah, a screen. Yeah, I, I, I was able to see. So, I, it, it actually gave me a lot of good, uh, uh, a lot of good things to feed off of, and then kind of spin off you know, of what they were talking of about. Yeah. And uh, and then kind of look at the card, and you know, uh, guys, when you know, once you've won that cast, uh, you tend to for you know, it, you tend to overlook some things that you know have happened. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, we know the card doesn't explain at all. Yeah. Um. But you know. Probably this year, um, working with Rick, when you're working with another color, uh, color commentator, as I guess that's what they call yeah, us, it is. Um, and you're, you're you feed off each other when you're on live set. I guess probably the biggest challenge for me this year that kind of caught me off guard because I was comfortable in that role is now when you're up there by yourself and he, like he said, he's not there and you don't have that one to bounce back and forth. Uh, that was that was quite unique uh, yeah. this year. It was a lot more of a it was a lot more and entailed a lot more than what I thought it, yeah. uh, it would. Now, I'm sure uh, if we would do it again, you know, I'd get more comfortable in that role. But it's definitely, for me, uh, on doing the live stream, uh, I've took on a whole new appreciation when I watch uh, different sports. And, you know, uh, you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a fan of watching the Cowboy Rodeo or yeah. whatever, the, you know, the Cowboy Channel and yeah. that kind of thing. And it's given me a new appreciation because when you do this, when you start doing this, you kind of look at what they're doing. And you realize that it's just, you know, yeah, we may look good on set, but the people behind the scenes, you know, there's people running everywhere and cameras changing and that kind of thing. So uh, it was a little bit to get used to it, but yeah. I can tell you probably the time goes by so fast mm -hmm. and you think you're, to yourself, you know, what are we going to talk about for six hours yeah. or seven hours, you know, when you have cast coming yeah. in and stuff, but they do such an incredible job of, of bringing in the right material at the right time. And I have to say, I think that, I mean, the two or three times we've did it now, uh, it's like the time just kind of goes by very quickly. It does. Know? It seemed like last night it just flew, or Thursday night, it just flew by. Yeah. Um, it, it was slow to get started. And then once we got rolling, it just flew by. Yeah. I could be wrong, Rick, but, you know, now that we've started this, I think before, uh, it, I'm talking from a hunter's perspective, I think before guys would kind of, they'd win a cast and, you know, they, you know, whenever they got the card back was fine, you know, but I actually think that, you know, the hunters themselves have done a really good job when the hunt is over getting their dogs gathered up. And, you know, it's like when that first cast come in, we really didn't, 
on Thursday night, we really did not have that much of a wait. It was it was such a flow, and I think the last cast was in here by what one thirty. I think I believe it was so. Uh, that's pretty outstanding. Really. Hey, the thing that I see when you bring those cast winners back like that is is really uh, those a lot of most of those guys are not used to that at all. Have never been used to that. But like you said, they're doing a pretty good job of bringing it back. But they you go watch that it it really puts their dog on the stage and it's it's a good uh, uh, presentation of their yeah. dog. Yeah, it is. It, uh, it was it was kind of like a it was kind of like a follow with a leader process. Yeah, uh, as long as somebody was in front of you. Uh, you could tell what was going on, and and those guys that uh, the cast winners when they were bringing their dogs in and out, it it flowed so smoothly after the first couple that yeah. I was yeah. really impressed with them yeah. and, and their demeanors, and uh, it's it's just a different atmosphere here. You you know we're a, we're a higher standard atmosphere here. They they step it up a bit, and the hunters have stepped it up as well. Yeah. They have conducted themselves. Yeah. It's awesome how they yeah. how they've responded. Yeah. So, uh, what, so what, what are some other, I know you guys do it. It's not a matter of just, of just going up when, when the, when the cameras come on, you sitting up on, on, on the panel there, you guys are doing a lot of homework before you get out there. Quite a bit. Talk, I mean. Let's talk about that a little <laughs> bit. And and you have to get your information together. You know, you guys know a lot about the, a lot of the dogs that are here, but you do a lot of homework. So you go through scorecards, you talk to the handlers and that, that you have to, 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 uh, be able to provide as much information and, and talk about things that you do. Yeah, I think this year that we, it seemed like uh, we had some newer faces, more newer faces win the early round than ever before. Um, and, and you have to do your homework with that. Um, you know, do some history with those folks, do some background with them. And, you know, you can glance at a scorecard and, yeah, you can get the gist of it, but you don't know the conditions. You don't know really what's happened between A and B and one, two, and three, and all that. But uh, there's a lot going on with it. And today we probably spent a good two hours working on some of the information we'll be presenting tonight. And, you know, uh, you know, going into, you know, talking about that, going into Thursday nights, you know, um, you know there, there's, there's, there's 96 dogs that come here, obviously 93 that confirmed. And so you start gathering information throughout that day uh, not knowing what which one of the 24 is going to advance. And then once you figure out the 24 that are going to advance, then you kind of condense your notes down from there. But it definitely is, um, it may look easy, um, but it's, it's definitely, it, but in the same token, it's a lot of fun yeah. asking people about their dogs and, and some of the background and how they got to obtain it and that yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, it definitely starts long before the lights yeah. come on, for sure. It does, yeah. So this is Saturday, so we're down to the last two rounds here. This first, uh, tonight in the early round, we're going to have a 90-minute heads-up cast, six dogs, two, three dog, or uh, three, two dog casts, I guess. So, uh, But the way it worked out here tonight, uh, a dog from each one of the six regions represented. So how, did that, how did that happen? That, that, is, that just proves that the, the region <laughs> system works. I mean, we've got it, it, it really down Everybody's getting represented. There for a while on Thursday, I thought La Plata was going to have yeah. La Plata, Missouri yeah. La Plata, was going to have La Plata, everything. La Plata, however they said it. Yeah. Yeah. La Plata, La Plata. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I don't know who to ask for a correct one. because yeah, I'm not sure anybody knows. <laughs> but you know, in talking about that, 8 out of 18 yeah. being in your top 24 uh, out, of, out of one region, that's, yep. that's pretty impressive. Yep. You know, go, ahead. go ahead. But, you know, hunting it down and getting into that round last night and to have have six dogs and we have six regions and one from each region pretty incredible yeah you know what i mean yeah. pretty incredible you know you could you could run these runoffs at a region 
to just give you an idea how competitive this, this is, you could do a runoff at every one of them regions and these six dogs, uh, you would probably have a different winner um, doing yeah. the actual runoff at a region yeah. every time. Yep. You know, it could very easily yep. work that way. So that's pretty, yeah. pretty awesome. Well, we're going to have a whole lot of information, obviously, from the TOC that folks can go on our website and, and YouTube and watch everything from Thursday night that you did. And they just, uh, you just go on and uh, Google UKC uh, TOC or Tournament of Champions and it'll pop up. Yeah. You know, 2023, and it'll pop up from Thursday's show. But let's move forward here. I don't want to take up too much time. I know you guys got to get uh, back to uh, the show. Is going to start here pretty soon. But with six dogs. Let's uh, let's uh, we drew the cast here uh, this evening. Heads up, cast. So in uh, in cast number one here, we have uh, uh, Hard Times Hobo, a dog owned by Strickland and Galbraith uh, from Kentucky. Jeff Rickless handling, and then the uh, BTO or dog Big Time Overdrive, uh, Nick Snodgrass, Jacob Bingham. Uh, from Iowa, Nebraska, Jacob Bingham's hand on your thoughts on this first cast. Well, I'll uh, I'll I'll share a little bit. I I have a little bit of history with the hobo dog. Uh, obviously, I've hunted uh, Jeff, as most people know, is a pretty good friend of mine. Yeah. Um, I've hunted with hobo, and uh, he comes from a, you know, he comes. He's a Mike Gilbert stock of dog. Yeah. And you know, this dog, he he just he trees coons. Yeah. Uh, when you turn him loose, he trees coons. He's very consistent. He's very steady. He's gonna score. Most times he's, he's going to sit underneath two to three, uh, four coons. And uh, I think he's just in that groove. He's had some bad luck with him. Uh, I, and then believe me, if you don't uh, believe me, I'll have, I'd love to record some of the calls on, on his bemoanings of some of the hunts that he's been in uh, with the dog. But I just think that that dog, he, he's poised to make it, he was poised to make a deep run in this hunt. He's proven uh, that he's got what it takes. Uh, obviously, last night he had uh, he, he you know he got uh, he he scored on two coons. Uh, none of the other dogs in his cast did, and that's how he's in the top six. So I, I think that uh, I think that personally, Hobo he he could be one of your final uh, finalists. Yeah. You know, this for might sure. be his. It might yeah. be his weekend. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, cast number two, uh, Honest Crowder. That's the blue tick out of Texas. Kevin Rash, uh, handled by Travis Dill, uh, matched up. He drew uh, the Bad Habits Preacher Man. Uh, owned by Caleb uh, Griffin from South Carolina. Now that this preacher man dog, that's the uh, ex-bred dog off of Sambo. And uh, but Rick, what are your thoughts on this cast? Um, I it's got I, a blue tick in it, so let's not get the yeah, Steve started yeah. with this one. I don't know how much time you got. We <laughs> yeah. certainly don't have enough time for that. Uh, that preacher man dog is he's a crossbred dog, and he probably got more talk about this weekend about his looks than any other time. And it's actually his second trip back i it believe is, i think he come to the first one uh didn't win early didn't win the first round but here he is in the top six tonight and um i took a few notes on him today and he had uh the the late round last night or the only round last night he had uh, two strikes and two trees and he had a 15 a 25 strike and 125 on both trees both all four of those were plus and um the earlier uh, we through the week on, um, I don't have that note here in front of me, but he had a similar situation there earlier in the week. I believe he had two strikes and two trees, both of them plus. But um, that dog just, I think if he wasn't crossbred, and I heard the guy, he, he inter uh, Trevor interviewed him earlier today, if he wasn't a crossbred dog, he would be high, high up on people wanting to breed to him or get pups out of him yeah. because he is, He's brought back that preacher coloring, and yeah. I don't even know if he's related to him he's way got back. Got those brown when. legs. Yeah, he's yeah. brown legged in the front and the back, all the way down to his toes, and 
He just has that color about him. He doesn't quite have that confirmation about him. But I, I, I think that we might see that dog reach the final. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we'll give you 30 seconds, Steve, on this one. Well, I can tell you. Uh, on, at, uh, okay, your first, time's up. Yeah. <laughs> first on, uh, first of all, on cast one, the BTO dog, uh, I don't want to take nothing away from him. Yeah. Uh, that dog's a little bit older dog. Uh, he's seasoned. Uh, he's been training coons this part to get here. Uh, but I will tell you that on the Crowder dog, I, I, I know that the history of the, the lineage behind that dog. And, and the, the guy that's hunting him, uh, share, you know, he talked about how he hunts, and I heard from a lot of the guys that hunted with him. The dog's a hustling type of dog. He's he's a get yonder, uh, get in there, a little bit, probably a little bit more of an ambush style of dog. Uh, but he's definitely one that gets gone. And uh, you know, when you get in these heads up rounds, it's usually, I mean, and Rick, you've, I'm sure you've hunted. I know you're going to beat me up on this, and that's okay. Uh, but I know you've hunted in heads up rounds more than I have. I've hunted in a few, but not it's a lot. It's nerve wracking, man. It, it it's nerve wracking. In in the heads up rounds, usually the dog that hustles the most, you know, there toward the end, that one that sits way in there, yeah. you know, can be the deciding factor. So I think that'll be a really good cast. I think yeah. there's two really good dogs. Yeah, and and really good matchups for six dogs. Mm -hmm. Really, they yeah. matched up yeah, really they well were the good way. Matched up. Yeah, the way they drew out. So cast number three is the only female we have left the little lacy dog is off of uh, one of the six that uh, was off of willie uh here uh, owned by jack maggard and handled by casey maggard and that dog is matched up tonight uh with uh the little joe dog the stallards uh, rick marshall from ohio handled by casey stallard there well i did an early pick um after the cash were drawn out on friday night i i did my own five pick them and these two dogs are still in my five. The other, the other three are out, of course. But uh, and I, I, I really feel like that just the knowledge I have of them and what they've done down here this weekend and what they've done in the past. One of these two dogs is going to advance to the final, barring unforeseen tragic event happening out there. And and I just I wouldn't want to compete against that one. Whichever one advances, I would not want to compete against that one in the final round because I really believe we're looking at our winner. Coming one from of these that chance. I do. I, I, I don't like picking uh, one over the other, but, man, those are two top dogs, and their history has proven it. And Joe is the oldest dog here left eight, at yeah. eight years and, old. And, you know, uh, for those, I've hunted with Joe a bunch. Never, never hunted with a lacy female, but I've hunted with Joe, competed against him. And uh, people think that they can beat him when you put him in thin coons and he'll, he'll absolutely make you, you know, hurt. And, and then they think, well, we're going to put him in thick coons because he is, tends to be a little bit lower end strike dog at, at times. And, and, and he'll do what he did last night, you know, get the better part. You know, he trees, you know, he trees three last night and just really kind of, kind of walks away from his mm -hmm. cast, yeah. you know, I mean, it, and puts on a, just a, just a coon tree and performance. And, you know, and, and I'll tell you this about that cast. Uh, you know, you got Casey Maggard hunting Lacey, you got Casey Stallard hunting Joe, two of the best young rising stars we have coming in this sport, both great guys, you know, um, it, it, it's just, you know, I'm, I'm with Rick. I mean, th this is, these two dogs is, is when we took, when we picked out of the top 96, when we got to both their casts in the top 96, he picked first on one and I picked first on the other. And when he did, I said, well, I'm picking that dog too. I'm not uh, swaying from it. That was the only two cat. That was the only two casts, other than one other cast, that we picked the same dog to win to advance. And uh, I, I'm, I'm with Rick on this. I, I do believe that uh, 
I do believe that either one of these are, are capable of winning this whole thing and, and, and you know, given the right situation, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Well, hey, with that said, I don't want to hold you guys up. I appreciate your time here and uh, have some fun tonight. And uh, and uh, it's it's going to be a long night. You guys started about 830 and, and it's not over oh, it's until, it, it, know, it's until like the last. Other one, yeah. It's going to be long, yeah. long, long, long. Yeah. So, uh, folks, check out the uh, YouTube channel uh, for the uh, the finals of the 2023 Tournament of Champions and see how this all turns out. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Yep. My next interview was with uh, Casey Stallard. He's from uh, Ohio. And it was Casey's first time at the TOC Finals. His dad's been there the first two years, but this year uh, Casey was there and hunting Little Joe. Here's Casey. Well, here we are on Saturday afternoon, Casey. Yeah. That means uh, if you're here, you're still in it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, not good, much. Good hunt so far. Yeah, great hunts. Can't yeah. complain. Great place. Good hunting. Yeah. Good people. Hunted with some really good friends and met some new good people. You know, just. Did you draw anybody that you've hunted with before? Any yeah. dogs so far? Yeah. I and drew, who would that have been? I drew Jimmy Ridgeway here early thursday we yeah. live about 20 minutes apart oh yeah and we yeah. hunt together all the time he's a really good friend of ours and yeah you know you hate to draw him early but yeah we had a great hunt and i drew uh sean Byrne last night from kentucky and i've hunted with him many a times and, and he was hunting scream yep the yep. screamer female we've hunted a bunch together and then the other two gentlemen on, on each cast i've never hung with with before but we had yeah. You know, great hunt and they're really yeah. good guys. Good guides and yep. judges too. Yep, yep. yep. absolutely. Good. Great judges. Good. Um, so anything that stood out to you as far as how, how are you pleased with Joe's performance so far? Obviously he's winning, but yeah. Looking as you expected or what? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's still from the time we've had him since he's been a year old to now, he's still the same dog. He hasn't slowed down yet. Still, you know. Coming up on nine years old now. Yep, it'll be nine in about a month. Yeah. And he ain't lost a step yet. I hope he don't lose it tonight. Yeah. But yeah. He's looked as good as I could ask. Have him you to. Uh, have you been hitting him pretty hard as far as in the hunts, or how 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 have you do you hunt him hard, or what uh, a dog with that kind of age? Yeah. So when we got Joe, I started. I retired my other dog, Image, that I used to hunt, and he was the dog I hunted for years, t probably till he was five. And I got a pup off of Image, the Osage Orange dog, and yeah. I got him going really good. So I started hunting him, and Dad. My dad took over on Joe, and he hunts him all the time, and he's done a lot of winning with him, too, and he likes him a whole lot. So, you know, he, he mainly hunted him because I was hunting Orange yeah. then. Well, and I never got Orange qualified for this hunt, you know, just busy work and other stuff, hunts I was at. I never got him qualified. Dad had Joe qualified, and we got another dog that was qualified for the regional, so he hunted him, and I went back to hunting Joe for that. And I got Joe through there, and he got the other dog through. So that's I, you know, I've stuck with him through here. But yeah, yeah Dad yeah. hunts him all the time. Yeah. He he does. He's did all the work with him the last how many years, and I still hunt him. You yeah. know, I've I've yeah. hunted him a lot too. But yeah, he's. So what what do you guys do for a, just like for this one? What did you do with Joe to prep him for this hunt? Much of anything, you're on him a couple nights. Yeah, before you just you... take him coon hunting. Yeah. He's you know to the age you just he take him. Out. Yeah, you take. He don't matter if you. Kill him coons, not yeah. kill him. Yeah. If you hunt him every night or hunt him one night, he's he's the same much dog. The same. Yeah, yeah. So there's nothing, you know, special with him. He is he's you know, he is what yeah. he is, you know, he's keep he's yeah. a easy keeper, yeah. you know, I like to say. So Yeah, so tonight's gonna be a, the heads up round. Early hunt's gonna be yep. a ninety minute heads up uh 
I'm sure you've hunted some heads up. What, yeah. what do you What do you think about heads up cast? I like them. You know, it really. You know, I've hunted in them where it's a shootout. Then I've hunted in them. You know, you walked the one tree over here, then walked the one tree over here, back and forth. When there was a leash lock and the hunt's over, so yeah. you know, no leash lock, but. Try not to get in trouble. You can't really afford to take too much trouble. But then on the other hand, you can get back in it quick mm-hmm. too. But mm-hmm. it's just, it, it depends, you know, where you're at. The yeah. coons are moving, how it goes. Yeah. Well, you know, with, with our rules, with the option to recast if right. another dog's tree, that, yes. that you, you've got a lot of strategies in, to work with, 100%. really. 100%. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's definitely different heads up with your guys' format. Yeah. I've never been in yeah. heads up. So, yeah, there's definitely gonna so, be a little bit so i know you predominantly hunt uh pkc or whatever yeah. so are you very have you gotten very familiar with our rules and it's uh and how different is that for you does you feel like it plays a, a makes a difference in how you handle dogs much no i don't change anything that you know because you know my dog you know they're still you you always by themselves and stuff and i'm i'm not really one to like if keep mine on the lead, I always just assume the heavy mile anyways, you know, if I can recast. So I, I go about it the same as yeah. all hunts. I treat every hunt really is about the same. And I mean, yeah. they're, they're all the same. It's just a little different yeah. circumstances. Yeah. I mean, there is no difference. Yeah. But yeah, I like, I like the no leash lock. I really, really like that. That is my favorite rule. I don't, I don't like, if you go to a hunt and got to keep your dog on the lead for an hour, I mean, that ain't fair to anybody, yeah. you know, the leash lock. Yeah. So you've hunted two rounds. So tonight will be round number three yeah. here, but in two rounds, what's it was there? Did you draw a dog that, uh, that you barely snuck by or that was, what was, uh, who, what was some of your toughest competition so far? So the first night, oh man, I got bad memory. I don't remember the dog's name. It was a blue dog. He, uh, treated coon for 150. So that put him in the lead right off the bat, and Joe was treated in there, and I was struck for 75, so then I had a coon, and uh, he treated slick, so then, you know, I felt all right, and another dog's head circle, then the Mac dog treated coon, then I got treated again, and the Mac dog was treated again, I had another coon, and he had a coon, I think that put us maybe like 75 apart, Oh yeah. so, you know, it was tight right there with about 20 minutes left, and Joe was blown way in there, and Mac struck and treed, and he treed him, and I think he might have been in a hole or something. The two got him, so that you know put him out right there. Yeah. Joe was treed through yeah. there again, but they couldn't catch me, yeah. so they quit. Yeah. And then last night, <laughs> so much stuff happened so quick. To be honest with you, I didn't know what the dogs had. I knew what I had, and I knew I was winning. But they treed, you know, a coon. Then they treat a slick, and maybe they come in, take a strike minus, treat another coon, take another. And so much was happening. I was going to Joe. I couldn't I, keep up with it. Yeah. And I'm really good about like, I know what they got, but I, the one dog, I'm like, man, I don't know what he's got. So we <laughs> sat down and figured it out. And he, the steel dog had 275. The Chevan female had 250. And I screamer went back down to zero and I had 350. And I thought, okay. And they just cut their three loose. And Joe was like one point something. I lost him on the garment. I'm thinking, oh man, I ain't going to hear him. They got all time tree coon, and they cut loose, and we were sitting there, and just just like me and you talking here, you just heard him die tree oh, yeah. through there and yeah. rolled over, and I was winning, of course, but like I said, there's thirty minutes, so I asked the judge, you know, you hear him? He said, yeah, and I struck him, and I thought, well, might as well just tree him. I said, I don't want to walk out of hearing of him and uh-huh. give them a chance to tree a coon and get recut just playing defense. I yeah. thought we'll just try to stick the dagger in it now. He's yeah. really good about having his coons, but he's a dog. And yeah, went there and he had a coon, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. A little pressure there. Yeah. You know, we've six dogs left. We've got dog, six dogs from five different states. Yeah. And uh, ironically, as it turns out, one from each region. Really? So you're That's representing awesome. the Ohio, Ohio. region. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, I <laughs> noticed you had some buddies that came out here with you this afternoon. You got some friends here kind of rooting you on. Yeah, I got my dad with me. We, he, we go everywhere together. I mean, like I said, I mean, he's he's the reason why we're here. And then yeah. my brother, of course, we go. he goes everywhere, too. And we got a, a buddy, buddy hunter that go, likes to go to a lot of hunts. He's yeah. been hunting with us a while and enjoyed it. He's out here with us. And yeah. I mean, it's great. Yeah. And people, I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. I got, you know, and the people I hunt Joe for, we own Randall Drew, Rick Marshall. I mean, without them guys, I wouldn't be anywhere. Yeah. They're the best, you yeah. know. And, how long have you been competition hunting yourself? You know. How old are you now? I'm 23 now. Okay. And I've been hunting ever since, you know, I can remember with that. Yeah. I want to say I was probably 12 years old when they had the spring classic right there by my house in Upper. Yep. B. Cyrus there on B. Cyrus, Yeah, it was Ohio. in B. Cyrus yeah. and they moved it to Upper Sandusky yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, that was a big hunt back, you know, a little. I thought that was yeah. awesome. And I walked along with Dad on every cast. And we had the Hillbilly Deluxe Dog. And Dad got in Friday and hunted off and won it. He said, I want you to hunt him tomorrow. And I'm thinking, God. <laughs> you know, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I can, you know, I got this, you know, yeah. but little kid. But I knew that dog really good. And I went out there and I, you know, they had 100 and some dogs, so, you know, best score. And I scored 900 and got in the finals and we split it. And that was the first hunt I was yeah. ever in. And from there on, I, you know, I still walked with Dad. And I'd say I was probably about 14 with the image dog when I really – Started yeah. hunting consistently. Yeah. But I hunted in from the time I was 12 to 14 a few. But yeah. when I was 14, I was hunting yeah. pretty much any kind of hunt. Yeah. So you are used to, you've hunted on a lot of big stages, a lot yeah. of, you know, a lot of big time hunts and everything down to the, you know, deep into hunts and everything. Mm -hmm. Want a lot of big hunts. Yeah. You still get any nerves or anything? You know, nerves. I've never been like out there where I've been nervous ever, but beforehand you get like you still get, get excited get excited you know yeah. if you don't have that i don't know how you couldn't huh i mean it's that's it, how you know, I am. it's the thrill yeah. you know yeah. i wouldn't yeah. say i'm nervous because yeah you know there's really nothing to be nervous about you're gonna get beat yeah and hopefully you win some you know yeah. but yeah just the thrill of being here is what yeah. i love but yeah. no I'm, I'm never nervous yeah well hey i won't take up any more of your time i'd appreciate yeah. you taking a little no time problem. here so thank you i appreciate think we got some more doing yeah i think we got some hors d'oeuvres up there we're gonna draw you out at five o'clock and do like we have all along you're going to draw your own cast so. okay so good luck to you tonight and uh and uh get a get one more win you're going to be in that uh next bracket you know yeah. you're in the five thousand <laughs> least you can win right now is five thousand but uh uh 20 and 30 probably and 50 probably sounds a whole lot better <laughs> a little bit yeah, yeah. be all right <laughs> yeah so. all right have a good one yep thank you Alan, we both had Daltra Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Daltra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. My next interview was with uh, Casey Maggard from Kentucky, hunting little Lacey. That's a nice little dog he's got there, made it all the way to the semifinals. So here's Casey. 
Well, good afternoon, Casey. How are you doing today? I'm good. Glad to be here. Good. Yeah. Saturday afternoon here, and that means you're still in it. Yeah, that's right. A lot less traffic on this road. I know <laughs> yeah. that. How, uh, uh, how's the pressure been holding up all right? Yeah, holding yeah. up good. Yeah. You've been in these situations before. A couple times, maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably the better question. How's Lacey holding up? I think she's all right. You yeah. know, that's one thing I like about her. She travels good and rests good. That's a big plus. Hey, that's not it. Not every dog does that. No. Yeah. No. And you got to have that to to win these bigger hunts. Absolutely. They're especially, not all at home. Yep. That's right. Especially you know when you get down to a, a hunt like this, you know, couple casts and couple days on the road. Yeah. You know, it all it all so, takes effect. So how long have you been handling uh, handling her? Oh well, ever since we bought her, you know, I've had her. Um, I guess uh, we got her in september of 2021 and i've kind of had her ever since and then um, eric pite started hunting some dogs for us and uh, and he she had a litter of pups last may and i was going to get married i was getting married um in september so he got her and got her ready for the super stakes and yeah. he kept her there for a few months and and now you know we kind of switch back and forth and stuff like yeah. that so yeah well, we're here uh, Saturday, so we got two rounds left. We got the heads up round coming tonight. We got six dogs left, uh, five males. She's the only female, so yep. she's carrying that banner. Uh, the other thing is she's off of Willie, right? right? Off yep. of Willie, and he had six six offspring here in this top ninety six. Yep, and pretty she, impressive. It is very impressive, but uh, she's she's going to be the top dog in that in that statistic, I guess, so to speak. But yeah. How long have you known Jr. Man, uh, I guess I I met Jr. I was probably oh, the owner of Willie the yeah, Sire to Yeah, Jr. Gray. Um, I'm going to say me and him have been friends for, I guess, twelve or thirteen years now. You know, I met him at a hunt one night, and me and my buddy Robert Barger, and asked him if he wanted to go coon hunting. You know, next weekend or something, and that's kind of how it started. And, and now, you know, uh, he's one of my best friends. We yeah. we hunt three or four nights a week together. Yeah, man, yep. that's that's quite a story. You know, before 2018, he wasn't even going to go to the world hunt. A buddy of him kind of, or a buddy of his kind of took him to the world hunt. And that's since then, uh, man, what a story that it is. It has, really. yep. Yep. You know, Willie's really think been, about it. Yeah. Willie's been good to him, that's for sure. Yeah, it is. I remember when he won the world hunt, I, uh, afterwards, I asked him if he wanted any breeder slips right away or not. And he just kind of laughed, ah, nobody going to breed old Willie. But next week he called me, he wanted like three of them and, and you know, the rest is history. Now he's, uh, one of the most, uh, uh most sought after sires right now. Yeah, one of the hottest sires in the country. He's definitely a dominant, dominant yeah. reproducer. You know, what yeah. he, what he was, he puts in his pups and yeah. you know, a lot of people like that. So what do you, what do you, what is it that you like the best about Lacey? Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, she's got a combination of things that I look for in a dog and number one is. When she gets treed, you know, I'm expecting to see a coon. Mm -hmm. And you can't win a coon hunt without yeah. treeing coons. Yep. And, you know, she's she's naturally born at being, as far as being independent. She likes to be by herself, and she moves around good. And one thing about her, you know, she's got a good mouth that carries well, and she don't really out-hunt her mouth, and that's that's one thing that's I like. That's a plus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I don't know that you're used to hunting her in the hills, obviously, so it's, right. it can get a little hilly here, so that's probably not anything you're not used to. Yeah, you know, that's like last night, uh, that cast where we hunted, um, it was very similar to where we hunt at, and uh, yeah, I think that was a little bit of a, a benefit for us. Yeah, so how have your hunts been so far? Any Pretty much, were they have they been a breeze? Any close ones? 
Oh, they've both been close. Yeah, yeah that's what I yeah. I told those guys last night. I said, I, I wish I could get a cast where I didn't have to wear the <laughs> bottoms off my boots yeah. every time at the end. Yeah. But, yeah, they've both been nail biters, and yeah. we've caught the right breaks and, and came out on yeah. top. So tonight's going to be a 90-minute uh, heads-up cast. Uh, what what are your thoughts on heads hunting heads-up? I've, I've been in one heads-up cast and uh, same same setup, you know, 90 minutes, and uh, I enjoyed it, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. You know anything about any of the other dogs here that are left? Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar with several of them. Uh, I guess Casey Styler's dog Joe and and Jeff Rickless Hobo. I hunted against both of those and uh, the other the other ones I I haven't, but yep. I, I know who they are. Yep. Yeah. So, well, I won't hold you up in any longer, but I appreciate you taking a little time here. But uh, we got a couple hours here before we're going to go hunt, and we're going to draw them out here in a little bit. So you're going to see who your brace mate's going to be here in a little while, and uh, and it's, I think it's, the weather should be good here for the first round, but they're calling for a little bit of rain here again in the late round, but you're sitting at 5,000 right now, but I'm sure, uh, uh, you know, just like everybody else that 10, 20 or 50,000 sounds even better, but you got to get past this next round to get to that good bracket. Yeah, top abs- bracket. absolutely. You know, up to this point, you know, she's, she's paid her way, paid for the trip and rest of it's a bonus but it would be nice to win one more well heck yeah so hey we appreciate you getting qualified and bringing Lacey here and and congratulations on your run so far and good luck from here on yeah thank you guys for putting on this hunt and i'm grateful for the opportunity i had the chance to sit down with mr caleb griffin from south carolina with his dog preacher man uh the ex-bred that made it all the way to the semifinals so here's my interview with caleb griffin all right, guys, I'm sitting here, three fat labs a day, with one of our six semifinalists, and I got with me Caleb Griffin of Westminster, South Carolina. Caleb, how you doing today, bud? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Hey, I, we already had a, a miscue here. <laughs> I already uh, forgot to hit the record button, but I guess I'm lack of sleep and everything else has got my mind all everywhere. But uh, you were telling me a little bit about uh, Preacher Man. Can you kind of go over that again, uh, maybe yeah. his, his age and what his breeding he's is? He's five. He'll be six in May, and he's a crossbreed off of um. He's three-quarters walker, quarter blue tick. He's off of a dog of Bad Habit Sambo and a female walker off Stylish Frankie. Um, he's He's been a really good bless, blessing to me. One of my good friends, or two of my good friends, Elliot Shuler and Mark Sandifer from around Holly Hill, South Carolina, they had him and they weren't really interested in a, at a pup at the time, so to speak, and so I got him pretty easy. Got it from him, took him home, didn't tell him I took him that night, and he was just all natural. You know, he had that – he was the first pup I ever had that, you know, five months old, he would leave your feet wanting to run something. I mean, it wouldn't – I treat a coon that first night. Yeah. It was just all luck. But just he, at five months old. Oh, yeah. But yeah. he'd run anything that would run from him. Deer, bear, it didn't matter. He just wanted to run. And, um, of course, the next day I made a – Great road trip, you know, paid for the dog and yeah. got the papers. And then I proceeded to tell him what he had done the night before. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that might have increased the price a little bit on you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I was worried about it. Yeah. Know. Well, now here he is five. You've already, we were talking about it a little bit upstairs before I pulled you down here, talking about him. He's coming up on the Grand Night Champion Hall of Fame title. You said he's only a few away now. Yeah, like two or three, I think, away. Yeah. So, so tell me just a little bit about his hunting style. What makes him so successful in these competition hunts? He can tree coons that should where they shouldn't be coons. Yeah. He can make coons, and, and I know that sounds ri- ridiculous, but now he he's he's just he's no flashy dog. He's um he's a five mile an hour or less dog. Uh, leaves out of there, but he's a dead loner, and he can tree them. It seems like he knows when coons aren't moving, and he knows how to hit ridges and find layups. And he he knows when to look for them and when not to look for them. 
Higgy tree, acorn coons, timber coons, creek coons, just whatever whatever he runs across. He's not one of these that's going to blow through and ambush them. He's going to trim him as he comes. Yeah. Westminster, where, where you're at there in, in South Carolina, what's the terrain like? Mountains. There? Mountains. Okay. Mountains. Hills and hollows and mountains. That's, yeah. that's what. But you can go 20 minutes away, and I got swamp land. A lot of farmland down there, so I live in a very versatile area. Well, that probably comes in handy when you're traveling As, to major events like this. Well, it, for training purposes, like yeah. um, I know his first year, I think I hunted him 362 nights that first year. Wow. Yeah, I didn't miss but a few. And um, I try to switch it up. I'd hunt him in mountains one night, swamps one night, beaver swamps one night, timber, big harvest fields one night. And I just kind of move, move it up and try to throw him in the roughest areas I can. I hunt him, I hunt him a lot off a boat on the lake. Okay. So, yeah. We, he, you know, it, it helps out. It's a really, really good area, but there are very, very few coons. We average maybe a coon every three quarters of miles. Wow. Yeah. 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 He's a, he's a slick looking sucker. I, yeah. I get a kick out of if, it. He if was, only looks could win a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I know he came, he was here for our first tournament champions back in 2021, right? right. And I know the, the media team got a pictures of him and he's probably our most, most used pictures. I, would I say. love it. I love it. That was an awesome picture. <laughs> Even on our world championship uh, banner there for the live show desk, he's the one on top, on front of there. Man, I want, and, and it blows my mind. Like after that first year, I had so many people that was wanting to breed to him and because of his looks. Yeah. They, they'd ask me, how's he bred? How's he bred? And I'd say, well, he's a crossbreed. And then it'd be like cricket, cricket. You never hear nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they keep he keeps winning they're not going to be able to turn him down that's uh that's interesting but uh yeah so so let me just before we get into to uh qualifying for this and your and your cast this week uh what, what do you just what do you think about this hunt what, what made you get it. qualified for it the first time and continue striving the, for it the first year it was just kind of a roll of the dice i got my five wins and then i was like well i'll go to the toc and i went to the zones and then i come up here and i was just amazed at how smooth ran this you know this whole event was i mean you know you had non-hunting judges non-hunting guides everything was pre-designated there was no confusion and you know everything you draw you know you drew your own cast and everything it was it was just really 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 phenomenal you know and i've been to a lot of hunts but it was i loved it and so i was like well i'll go try but go back again and again and I, last year i didn't I, I misspoke the other night when i spoke when we did the interview, and I made it to the finals of the world hunt last year, That's so right. I didn't make it three years, and I made it the last, or the first year, and then now this year. Yeah. But um, I love it. I mean, the way y'all do and the effort y'all put into this, it, it's fun. It makes it fun. That's what I tell everybody. I said we're rolling the dice, having a good time this week. Talking to guys like you and and hearing that feedback makes makes all that worth it. But it, it really does. So, uh, well, let's start back in the regions. You went to Comer, Georgia, is I that did. right? Yeah. How how did that hunt? How did your weekend go there? It went really good. Um. The first night I treed, I treed three coons. Um, went again, you know, it was it was kind of a tough. One guy took a took a minus, and that kind of put me out ahead. And then stationary was put on me on third coon. And I treed and I had a third coon, and that went wood. The second night was I drew some really tough dogs, and I treed the only coon on the cast. And um, it, we we had to swim through the swamps and the saw briars to get to him. It was just it was a cluster and it was a mess. But we got there, and he had a coon. And, Five minutes left to go on a two-hour hunt, so I was very thankful. Yeah, but over a mile and a half deep, crossed the river. So. Yeah, <laughs> so double cast wind got you through. Yes, sir. And now here we are go, uh, in the top twenty-four. Yesterday in our in our second round, you were the only dog left from Georgia, and you ended up making it through. So you're still representing that southern region. Got to keep it going. Got to keep <laughs> it going. Yeah. So let's let's talk about uh, Thursday here, round one. Uh, looks like you drew a pretty tough cast here. You got well, they're all tough here. Let's just we'll get that out of the way right now. But you drew a five-year-old English dog out of pocket. Mm -hmm. 
with Kevin Moore handling it. Of course, Preacher Man. Then you got Hannah, a three-year-old walker that Jacob Lee was hunting that Bubba Crawford owns, so that's probably from down there near your country. And then Pesto from Missouri, uh, John Walker was hunting that dog. Do you want to walk me through that cast a little bit? Yes, sir. Um, we turned loose out the gate one of the very few times that I took first strike, and I got first strike, and he didn't go 100 yards, a fell tree, had a coon. Went in there, plus his coon up. The other dog made a tree in, in amongst this time. Um, to our back to our left, I recut him off my tree when we found a coon, and he went not far, at another coon tree. Went down there, found that coon. The other dog was circled, and then, yeah, and then I had recut him, and he was treed at the end of the hunt, almost out of here. But he had a third coon, and I never had to tree. Didn't him. have to tree him. No, because he just settled in on it at the end of the hunt. Yeah, we ended up going down there, and after the hunt was over, he had a coon. Yep. Same thoughts. He treed three. We scored on two for him, and I think another dog tree. Yeah, another dog tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you, you moved on to Friday. Is this was this your first time making it past the first yeah, round here? It yeah, was. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then then your second cast here, uh, or last night's cast, looks like Tyler Pettit. Tyler Pettit was your judging guide. Uh, drew out with Libby from up in northern Indiana, Maddox and Mike Arnett's dog, uh, Copper, a six year old tree and walker male owned by Robert Church. And then a little blue dog, a three-year-old uh, blue female, Zach Earls, was hunting uh, named Breeze. Can you walk me through that hunt a little bit? Um, we turned loose. The Breeze dog took first strike. The um, Maddox Arnett's dog, Libby, she took second strike, and I fell in there for third. And that the, um, the copper dog, he took last strike. So I was sitting at 50. The um, Breeze dog went around to our left. Mine went around to the right. Got in there like eight-tenths of a mile, and I treated him. And about the time I treated him, the other guy trees the same distance to our left. And so we go in there and we score Preacher's Tree. When we get in there and score Preacher's Tree, the copper dog was treed in about the same distance ahead of Preacher. Mm. So we found Preacher's Coon. I recut him off that tree and he, you know, would start walking back to the, the blue dog. We get in there, the blue dog had made a slick, shot the tree. So he was minus what he would do right then. Um, Maddox's dog come out to us in the road. So she took a minus on 75 on my, that. So I was like, well, I'm sitting. You know, setting pretty good. I'm still 25 ahead, and I've got another coon. And by that time, preacher was showing treat on the garment and everything like that. I still hadn't heard him. And we start walking toward that uh, copper dog, which was treating that thing. And I struck preacher in as we got closer, and um, we scored his tree. He had a coon, and there was like 25 minutes left in the hunt, and we started coming back. The judge put the stationary on me, and I was going to let it run down. I was like, well, no, he's been there for 40 minutes. Yeah. I just went ahead and treat him in. By the time we got to him, there was like a minute and something left in the hunt. He had another coon. So there he you gave go. me two coons, and that was it. Moving on now to the top six, and this is a little bit different dynamic than most of our uh, major events. Now we've got six dogs. Tonight we're going to hunt three heads-up casts. <laughs> we talked about it a little bit upstairs. It's a it's a little bit of a different dynamic and mindset going into it. It is. It you is. Got to, you kind of were thinking about it. Can you kind of tell me what you – <laughs> what you were talking what, what's it going to take tonight to win a cast tonight you got six tough dogs i know what 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 are you thinking some really good recut skills yeah because <laughs> it's not going to be hard for one dog to catch the other dog yeah. and just you know and with two, only two dogs and they're all two you know good dogs yeah to make it this far they're going to be tree and cones so just hopefully you catch the right breaks and the right hollow and the right place yeah. where your dog's going to get on coons and you're going to be able to hear him. Yeah. I think, like you said upstairs, getting that first tree is going to be important. Get off the leash again. And get and off gotta, the leash again and get struck back in for 50 instead of being struck back in for quarter. Yeah. So that'll be after that first one. I believe it'll have a lot to do with it. Yeah. Well, hey, you made it to uh, 
We we started out with over thirteen hundred dogs qualified, eight hundred entered in the regions, and now you're in the top six, and you're at least guaranteed five thousand dollars with a chance for a lot more. So, <laughs> win, yeah. lose, a draw. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, well, Caleb, I appreciate you coming down and talking to me, man. Congratulations on being here, and good luck to you and uh, Preacher Man tonight. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, buddy. Jeff Rickless is, is a guy that I've known for years and years. He's been coon hunting longer than I have. Uh, he's had some great hounds over the years. He's from Indiana, so it's somebody that I've known for a long time, uh, became good friends with him, played golf with him, and he's a heck of a golfer too, but I was uh, pleased to uh, have Jeff as one of my interviewees. So here's Jeff. Hey, Jeff, how are you this afternoon? I'm good, Mr. Allen. How are you? Good, good. Here we are, Saturday afternoon. Two more rounds to for those that make it after this next round, I guess. Absolutely. How's it's, old Hobo hand, or, uh, holding out? Good, holding good. Up. He's good. young. Yeah. Um, he, I've never seen the dog tired, period. I mean, how so old is he now? He's three. Three? Yeah. Yeah, he'll be four in July. So, yep. Been uh, hunting him pretty pretty yeah. hard? Yeah, been uh, real real steady since, you know, actually all through the winter and everything. We, I gave him a little break uh, after um, his super stakes a week ago he was getting he was a little hoarse and had a little throat issue going yeah. on and uh talked to my vet and we i put him on some antibiotics and laid him up for like three nights and it, it was fine after that yeah. but um yeah just hunting actually so i gave him friday saturday sunday night off last week and then hunted him to monday and tuesday and then came down here thursday yeah so yeah, yeah so yeah. how have your hunts been here so far are you Fantastic. pleased with the way he uh he operated for Absolute you and everything 100 has had a coon in every tree he's made he's treated uh he treed two coons the, f the first night and had a third coon treed, but didn't have to treen. Yeah. And then last night he treed two trees and had two coons. Um, so no circles, no minus, no nothing. Everything's Man, been you great. You can't beat that. Been by himself. It's hard no. to beat a dog that has coons no. every time you yeah. go to him. No pressure, no dogs around him. Just let him settle and treen. Yeah. He's pretty much that kind of dog. He's yeah. a no brainer. Yeah. Uh, how long have you had the dog now? We bought him um, when he was 16 months old from Mike Gilbert yep. here in Indiana. Yeah, right um, local here. Yes, yeah. yes, within less than an hour from yeah. right here. Yep. In fact, um, some of your guys, you know, the field rep Doug Cundiff, yep. his son-in-law, Cody, Cody Carter, and yep. them, they hunted with him when Mike had him when he was a baby. Oh, yeah. He actually did some winning before he was ever a year old. So, yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's come from right here. Yeah. So, um, so far your hunts... Uh, uh, any other dog, any, any, any cast that was tough to get by a dog, that, that dog that stuck out to you that you squeaked by or anything like Last, that? The first night was, um, I don't want to say it was a breeze because yep. none of them are a, yep. a, a complete breeze, yep. but like I said, they, um, they actually withdrew with like 14 minutes left. So I, I handled that one real well. The dog yeah. did, but yeah. last night was a squeaker. Yeah. We, um, coons weren't moving right after that big rain came through steam coming off the ground. It was muggy yeah. and things just unbelievably got scattered yeah. i mean we had a dog seven tenths one way we had it and then another one straight behind us three or four tenths so they were actually those were the first two treed and they were over a mile apart yeah. treed well then a dog got treed in the middle of them and then mine got treed past the farthest one but he was the last one to tree and i thought that might be a deal breaker uh -huh. i mean i thought man by the time they score this one walk <laughs> yeah. all the way back score that one score the one in the middle and get to me i might yeah. not have time to turn loose yeah. and the one that was treed by me or that direction well he's gonna have an hour and a half to tree another one. Oh yeah i was i was kind of like yeah this is gonna work out or not yeah, yeah. so yeah and to top that off when we start shining tree it's a den it's a broke off snag den yeah 
and I get to hit on the bottom of that tree and the, you can hear kittens squalling yeah. and I judge like I hear him. And then I tap on a few more times and mama come up. Oh yeah. So I, that was a good break. Yeah. I mean, you always got to have a good break to, yeah. to do good in these. Hey, you were kind of down and out there for what was that? Six months, a year ago or whatever, kind of dealing with some health issues back, a little bit, but your back issues, back that's issues. Right. one year but, ago, March 21st, yeah. I had major back surgery. It looks like you've lost a little weight. You're, you're, uh, I feel great. You look healthy. Yeah. I went on a major diet here about five weeks ago. Yeah. Um, lost 20 pounds in five weeks um been on the treadmill every day yeah. um but the back issue is 100 percent fixed man that's got to make it a lot. i mean not not even a twinge of pain since yeah. that surgery so that's yeah, good i was about done competition yeah, and i was good. gonna have to just maybe pleasure hunt some. oh yeah but it yeah. fixed me i'm good well that's that's good so uh uh, we changed up our rules a little bit. We added some full elimination rules kind of to benefit this event. It's kind of, uh, kind of set it up for this event, this and the world championship. Yeah. But so it's a little different from what we, and this is the first event we've actually put it into play, but I think the feedback's been pretty good. Absolutely. I, you know, you be, just beat the dogs you got regardless of score or whatever. And once they're beat, everybody else is out, you're done. Absolutely. You know, I, you have your, obviously you have your maximum two hour hunt still or whatever, yeah. but if you, you know, everybody else is out, you're done. Yeah. Um, we've, you know, as far as, you know, I hunt a lot of hunts and travel yep. around, talk to a lot of people yep. and, um, the feedback of what you guys at United Kennel Club are doing are unbelievable. I mean, everybody commends you on, I mean, you listen, you've changed your rules over the last few years, which, you know, back in the day, yeah. they really didn't listen much and change, but you guys have done fantastic on that. The, I mean, you, I got guys that guys that are diehard, um, PKC hunters that never hardly ever hunted UKC uh -huh. that tell me now that ah, oh, man, I can't believe it. UKC probably has the best set of rules out there. Yeah. I mean, you well, guys have really done well. Well, that's good. You you and I have known each other for a lot of years, and I think you know that I really genuinely, I would like to have, I'd like to have the best, try to get the best dogs in our world hunt. I want to see them here, you yeah. know, so, uh, uh, but yeah, I think, I think our rules are as good as they've ever been, you know, too, but By so, far. so this next round we're talking, we're going to have a 90 minute heads up round. How does, how does, as a handler, how do you, how, does that change anything for you or what? How do, how is that different for you? What's the biggest difference for you? Uh, probably they won't change. They're not it. they're not gimmies. They're not easy. No, much easier. You know, yeah. No, in fact, um, probably are a little harder. But I, it stems back clear from the the late nineties, early two thousands with the, my old Henry dog. Yeah. Um, I had to hunt a lot of heads up cast in different formats of you guys and PKC. Yeah. And um, I honestly think I I always I've always said it and, and maybe. Maybe I'm not remembering right, but I think I was undefeated heads up with oh, Henry yeah, for yeah, many yeah, years. Yeah. Uh, so I always liked him, and I still do. It's a little more nerve-wracking. Strikes don't mean near as much. Mm -hmm. um, I think with the, our uh, no leash lock rule or the option to recast, yes. you know that there's going to be some strategy there, there a little bit. Yeah, absolutely, that's the thing I'm it's thinking. Kind of a handler's game here a little bit. So I think the biggest thing I've thought of today is, I mean, you don't want to rush it and you don't want to push it. You got to call your dog for what he's doing, but I think a a, a big key, especially if you draw other, another coon treer, is who's going to tree first. Yeah, because you're going to be back off that leash. Yeah, you know if if you take too long to get treed, that could come down to that. Yep. You know, but yep. Hey, you've hunted all around the country, and obviously hunted probably a lot in this area. What how what are your thoughts on the area? How do you like this part of the country? As far this as this area, I, I was born and raised um, 40 minutes from here, West Lafayette, Indiana, and I kind of almost considered this club as almost a home club. Mm -hmm. I, I used to come down here for years, um, uh, almost every hunt they had. So I've hunted here a lot. Yeah. Um, 
you know, older and heavier set and everything. I'm not a big fan of some of the hills, but it's, it's great. Hunt. Yeah. I mean, this week I've gotten some hills, but there again, I've lost some weight. I feel better. So it's not as big a deal, but a lot of big country where yeah, dogs that, can operate. That's I like what that. I was going to say. But most of the they, dogs can stretch out. You got to have that. Yeah. Knee. You yeah. got to have it with no yeah. leash lock and, and everything. You, cause yeah. you're not going to have an opportunity yeah. to call timeout. I mean, six dogs in the hunt. And ironically, we have one from every region. Really? Yep. So you came out of the the, the, the Indiana region. So yeah. you're representing region two, I guess. Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah. I didn't either till this afternoon. Trevor told me, he said, hey, we got one from each, Every each one. of the six regions. That's crazy. It is. It is. It six really dogs, is. Six dogs from five different states. And yeah. Six regions. Six regions. Couldn't have drawn that up. But no, yeah. you couldn't have. So uh, five other dogs here. You know much about any of them? Yeah. Um. I know a lot about the Lacey female, uh, Casey Probably. Maggers, yep. and um, Joe, the Stallards. Tough those dogs. Two, oh, a lot God. of winning. Absolutely. Yeah. Both of those I've drawn several times. Uh, old Joe, been drawing him since he's a pup. Yeah. I mean, a very, very consistent coon. He has his coon. Yep. Lacey, drawed her a few times already this year. Same thing. She's uh, she's a little more action-packed as far as quicker strike dog, you know, yeah. a fast hunting dog. Good about having her coons. They're going to be tough. Um, I know nothing. Never drawed any of the other three. I mean, I've heard of them. I know the Binghams. I know them well. I've heard of BTO many times. Never drawed him. Never, uh, you know, the, the, what's the gun or. The Crowder dog? The blue dog? No, the other one. Uh, So there's Lacey and then the the BTO dog. Oh, the Preacher Man dog. Preacher Man. That's that's the expert. Yes. Expert off of Sambo. I know him, the boy from Kentucky. He's from Kentucky, right? No, he's from South Carolina. South Carolina. That's right. I I know of him, but um, I don't know anything about the dog. And I absolutely know nothing about the blue dog. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, hey, you might get to draw him finally. I might. You might. <laughs> so, uh, if he beats me, I'll have to leave before Burkholder finds me. Yeah. I'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> you, you know you know who Burkholder's going to be. Uh, oh, I was hearing it last night when I drew the blue dog. <laughs> yeah, you get beat by that blue dog. Yeah. You're going to think that. Rah, rah, rah. But, yeah, <laughs> that didn't happen, thank goodness, last night. Yeah. But. Well, hey, I won't uh, take up any more of your time, but good luck to you tonight. And Thanks, appreciate y'all. you being here. And, uh I, you're sitting at five thousand dollars right now. Yeah, but one, that always one, helps. One more, one more round. You're talking ten, twenty, or fifty. Yeah, sounds even a little better, doesn't it? Yeah, those. Uh, <laughs> you know, money, money is definitely um, a great thing, of course. But when you get this far, you want you yeah. want the title. Absolutely. And, uh, but absolutely. absolutely, the money's great, and yeah. we appreciate everything UKC does. You guys put on a fantastic event. Good judges and everything this week. Fantastic. Good. Good. I, I mean, absolutely you know, fantastic. Hey, we've had one question now. I know. All the weekend, whole week. and it shouldn't even, that one shouldn't even probably have been one, you know, yeah. but uh, hey, he has every right to question it, you know, but yeah. not everybody would have probably. But uh, No, we've never, I mean, we haven't had the first anything of anybody thinking anything was wrong or different. I mean, fantastic handshakes. Hey, you know, high fives, yeah. great job. You know, yep. it's been good. Yep. So, hey, good luck and thanks for sitting okay. down with me. Thanks, Alan. On the next interview here, I had a chance to sit down with Travis Deal from Oklahoma, who, uh, along with his dog Crowder, made it all the way to the final three. Uh, the first uh, non-Walker dog to ever make it to the final cast of, of the Tournament of Champions Finals. So this was a, a pretty neat interview here with Travis Deal. Hope you enjoy. All right, y'all. This is Trevor back here at Three Fat Labs on Saturday at the Tournament of Champions Finals. And this time I got Mr. Travis Deal with me. Travis, how you doing, bud? Doing fine. Good. How good. are you? You uh you got your blue dog all the way here to Saturday at the Tournament of Champions. How are you feeling today? 
Quite of accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited, pumped up. Yeah. Hey, so you're hunting a dog named Night Champion Rockinar Honest Crowder. Can you tell me a little bit about Crowder? Uh, Crowder belongs to a, um, a guy by the name of Kevin and Kim Rash in Center, Texas. And um, he's about three years old, and and we and I actually live in Oklahoma, and me and my son we handle him most of the time. Yeah. Do you know anything about Crow- uh, Crowder's uh, lineage at all? His sire or dam? Yes. Um, he's out of Bo Diddley. Okay. Which is an Oklahoma dog, and uh, his mother is out of Bo Cephas, which her name is Ivy. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, uh, so you you say you hunt you've hunted Crowder pretty regularly. Yeah, well, I've had him a solid for a little over a year at my house. Okay. It, what? How would you describe some of his hunting style or traits and to make him so successful in competition hunting? Um, he's he uh, don't mess with any code trails. He's a uh, more of an ambush style dog. He will be a half a mile, at least a half a mile in one area or another every eight to ten minutes he's wide open he um if he get he more he likes more of a hot coon yeah yeah so uh so you started out your regions and i believe you went to conway arkansas is Mm -hmm. that right yeah one cool thing that we just talked about we just drew cast upstairs and there's one dog from each region here out of the final six so you're the one representing conway arkansas so i'm sure you got that whole that whole area rooting for you but uh can you tell us a little bit about the regions and how that went for you? Yeah, it was good. It was well run. And um, Conway, Arkansas, we drove about an hour towards Memphis and hunted right there at the edge of the White River. And uh, it was really good hunting. Now, they had a little bit rain. Uh, to, you know, it was kind of flooded a little bit. So we did run into some water and didn't get into the better hunting as we did last year in that region. Yeah. Did you get through with double cast wins or you were single? A single. Okay. What'd you score there? Uh, 450. 450. So 450 got you through. Did you get that on Friday or Saturday? Uh, Friday. Friday. So mm-hmm. you kind of had to sweat it through to the bitter end on Saturday, huh? Yeah. 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 So then uh, so then you made it here to the tournament champion finals. Is this your first year here, I would assume? This is my first year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what, so what what do you think about the whole thing, uh, being here for the first time and this this event's a lot different than most of our other events, even the world finals, just the, the venue and where it is and kind of the schedule of how things are what what kind of impressions have you got about the event so far well the venue is really nice and um it's it's impressive it really is impressive because i was telling somebody you know the world hunt you know is ten thousand dollars this is fifty thousand dollars so i mean it's probably five times larger than the world hunt i would say and it's more prestige and uh it's pretty nice i mean i'm very impressed with it yeah i've been enjoying yourself yeah uh, so, so let's kind of go through this weekend so far. So Thursday night, do you remember who you drew or, or can you tell me how that cast went at all? Um, the first night here? Yes, sir. Yeah, I drawed a sniper dog. Okay. I remember his name and, um, good dog. So an English dog from over in that area. And uh, yeah, um, uh, Arkansas area. I he just missed it by a little bit. You know, his tough, tough competitor. He had a tree coon, he tree coon kind of went back and forth there. And then his last tree, he had missed it by Ooh. maybe a tree and a half two trees over and um that cost him yeah yeah so then you moved on to the top 24 and the blue ticks had a heck of a show in here i'm sure we'll talk about this and some some broad view stuff but i think seven made it through to the top 96 and four of them when they won their cast on that first night and you guys were one of them uh representing the blue tick breed can you talk us now through your uh your second round cast last night 
Yeah, and um, on <clears throat> on the blue tick breed, there's one guy that's a major cheerleader for the blue tick breeds, and Trey Melton. He's really um he if on Facebook and stuff. I don't know if you have him, but he um he's all on the blue tick stuff. You oh know? yeah, he's a hundred percent pro blue tick, and I just wanted to give him a <laughs> shout out because he's a good cheerleader for us blue ticks, and and they're passionate. Absolutely, and we haven't won, you know blue ticks haven't won much, and um, I think they're starting to win and. Uh, and it's kind of exciting for the blue tick breed. But last night, our cast last night, uh, Crowder got a half a mile fast, and he got in a ditch and got treed. And I could see on my dog tree that he was treed, and uh, but you just couldn't hear him. Yeah. And um, then Jeremy Smiley, the thief dog, the blue dog, he was treed. He said it was just maybe 100 or so yards past me, and he said his dog was treed. And we was uh, couldn't really walk to him because we couldn't hear anything. And then I knew Hawk was way through there. And uh, so we couldn't hear him. But we got in a spot where we could just hear him just barely, enough that the judge could hear him and we could walk. Okay. And as soon as we got about 600 yards, and these two dogs, you can hear a mile anywhere. But just so happened in that ditch, about 700 yards, we couldn't hear him. And then we got where we could hear him, and, and I got him treed in. And we went to both dogs, scored Crowder first. He had a coon, and then treed um, Thief. He had a coon, and then Hawk was deep. And he had a coon. And then so we come back to the other dog, the Walker dog. And he and uh, we had, I had 200 and on down and on down. And then uh, Trigger was two and a quarter. So he's a quarter ahead of us. And uh, we turned back loose. And um, a Hawk had a possum. Ooh. And it's yeah. scratched because uh, Hawk was, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's something to, the hawk was one with two and a quarter, right? He was leading the cast. No, no, nope. but he was treating again. Okay, I got and, you. And he was he was confident. I mean, he had he always sure. has coon looking sure. at you. Yeah. So um, you know, he was really confident. You know, I got you. And so we was scared too because absolutely, you know, because we know hawk's got a coon. But he said six and a half years. That's the first possum he'd ever treed. So good timing. It was for me. For you. <laughs> yeah. So I got I caught a lot of breaks last night. Got lucky. So, so tonight uh, is kind of completely different than the rest of the hunt so far. Uh, we're going to we got six dogs left, and we run three heads up casts. Uh, so it's a little bit different dynamic than a four dog cast. You're just competing against one other dog. How do you think Crowder will will do in that kind of environment? Well, usually it doesn't matter if you turn five dogs or ten dogs loose or one. He's yeah. he goes by himself hard and and by himself. And if something goes with him, he goes a little harder and a little faster. So I don't think it'll change anything in that aspect. Yeah. Well, one one interesting thing I know uh, you drew you were Drew Preacher Man. He's an ex-bred dog from South Carolina. So this will be the first time in the event's short history. This is only the third finals that we have a non-Walker dog in the final cast. It's pretty much guaranteed that for that to happen now with you two drawing each other. So uh, some history will be made tonight in Greencastle. So I just want to say congratulations on being here, uh, Travis, and uh, good luck to you tonight. We, uh, you at least got $5,000 in the bank, but it could grow uh, pretty pretty quick here depending on how tonight goes. So good luck to you, bud. Man, thank you. This interview here is with Jacob Bingham. Jacob's from up in Iowa. Uh, him and his father, Jack, have made it to the finals here each of the years that we've had with different dogs. This year they were hunting a dog named Big Time Overdrive. I uh, hope you enjoy this interview with Jacob Bingham. 
All right, guys. I'm sitting here with uh, our last of the six uh, final uh, semifinalists. This is uh, Jacob Bingham from Iowa hunting big time overdrive. Jacob, how you doing, bud? Oh, not too bad, Trevor. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I'm fired up. We're here on the last day now. Uh, so, so you're hunting a dog with uh, big time overdrive. Can you tell us a little bit about overdrive? His age, what he's out of? Uh, he'll be seven here in about five days. He's directly out of overdrive, and then a female called Bella, who's out of directly out of trader, which I'm sure everyone's heard of him. Yeah. I, and uh, I've owned him since he was two years old. My dad and two other guys owned him, and then Nick Snodgrass, my partner now, asked me if he could be bought, and I worked a deal and got it bought, and now me and Nick own it, and Nick's one that helps me send him all over the country. Yeah, so he's over in Nebraska, but he doesn't hunt him. He stays at your house. Yeah, he, st he stays at my house majority of the time. I mean, sometimes he will go out there in the winter because Nick hunts in the winter, and I don't. So Nick will take him out there a little bit, but majority of the time he's he's at my house. So you said you've had him since he's about two. How old is he now? He'll be seven in five days. So you've had him for a while now. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's starting to get old. He's been around. Let's. He's he was at the World Finals last year in Tennessee, right? Yep. He's done his share of winning. Yep. Yeah. So he's he's due this big one here, right? So. I hope so. <laughs> we were talking just just before we went live here. This is your first time here. Your dad Jack. He's been here a couple times with the Bugs female, and and so he probably you probably had an idea of this thing. But what did you what did you think about this event here at the finals? Just the, the venue, maybe, and the hunt format, and just some of the different things here. Well, I mean, I've been to pretty much about every major event you can think of and not knocking any other registries but this venue is a state of the art and when they when you come to this hunt they roll out the red carpet for you i mean good food everything they do their best to you know make sure it is top notch yeah hey we we appreciate it it makes it worth it just talking to the hunters and uh, yeah there's a lot of time and resources put into this and, and thought and effort so i appreciate hearing it um overdrive have you bred him any or are you just still just uh, solely hunting him or uh here about about two years ago i bred him just to find a replacement and that other than that i have not bred him i got a young dog out of him i'm hunting that's that's pretty nice and that's what i'm going to be hunting when i get done with this yeah and but i haven't really haven't bred him i'm not really into the yeah stud dog market yeah i heard in your interview with rick there on thursday that uh this may be one of his uh, BTO, that's what you call him, right? One of his last big, big hunts. Yep. Yep. He's, he's getting older and I just got something else to replace him and he, he don't do good in the heat and he's just, he's getting older and I just want to, you know, finish out this hunt with him and I'll probably make another run at the world hunt this fall with him. But other than that, he's about done. Yeah. So, hey, let's talk a little bit about his run this year so far. Uh, you guys went to the uh, La Plata region, I would guess. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. What, what, did, what were your hunts like there? uh friday night we had a good cast he treed uh i believe three came to himself i think he had 550 and then sat and then he hurt his back friday and saturday i went ahead and hunted him anyways and needless to say he did not look good <laughs> he was just out there just yeah. a warm body out there running around he didn't do much and honestly i didn't think i'd get in because the year before i had 650 out of that same area and it didn't get in and yeah. then uh, I was uh, driving home, and they told me I got in, so. Yeah, yeah, you would have been pretty close to the cutoff, probably. I'm not sure what it was, but uh, I would say the scores were a little bit affected. You guys had some pretty uh, pretty rough weather there. I know on Friday especially, right? Yeah, Friday they had a bunch of tornadoes touching down, and 
once the you know once the sun laid down though really like where I, I had to guide out of there it uh it really wasn't that windy as you would have expected yeah so so then you moved on to here a couple of weeks later so uh thursday night can you do you have any do you remember who you drew or how that cast went at all Let's see thursday night i drew uh actually i drew three people i'd never hunted with before yeah. uh, a dog rod vinson owned i believe he called her dixie uh, another boy from south carolina hunting a dog called grits and then uh blue dog from ohio called junebug i okay. believe is what her name was yeah and really our for we we drove over in illinois and hunted and the first hour was real slow well finally the blue dog gets way in there deep and gets treed mine gets treed way left-handed so they go to the blue dog and i go to my first tree and me and the backup handler we sat at my tree for 40 minutes before they ever made it back to that. I had a cane, blue dog had a cane. Cut mine loose again, go to Walker dog, the Dixie dog's now treed, go to her, she's got a cane. Pull off of that, I'm treed again, half mile through there. I tree mine, go into her, go into him, he's got another cane. In the meantime, the Dixie dog's treed again. We walk back to her, if she's got a cane, she wins. And she's on a, a den. Just a break I caught, I guess. Because mine mine got treed again, but it was after the hunt. Yeah, it takes a few of them to win these big yeah. hunts like this, yeah. for sure. So we move on. We got in the top 24 last night. Uh, top 24 drew out to six different casts. Uh, can you walk me a little bit through that cast as well? Yeah, I drew uh, Jason Cooper with the Indiana Outlaw Dog. Uh, another young boy hunting a dog called Boomer. Then Orzo Miller hunting Hank the Tank. We cut loose and pretty much out of the truck, Hank went the wrong way. So he was treed for, I don't know, most of the hunt, about two hours, the yeah. wrong way. I think we figured out you guys weren't hunting, but uh, the way the crow flies, just a mile or two away from here. Correct. And we stood in the parking lot, the master of hounds and uh, the event officials, all of us out in the parking lot listened to, to Hank tree for about a good hour out there. Y'all could never hear him. Mm-mm. That's the brakes. And yeah, and we were walking away from Outlaw, got treating there deep right away. And when we're about to Outlaw, I'm treating on deeper than Outlaw. Go to Outlaw, he's on a den. The one judge, the backup judge, sees a coon up in the hole. The other judge doesn't. So we go off the judge that's judging it. And that's just another break I caught. He had 225 on that that they took a circle on. Go to me, I got a coon for 200. And then after that, mine was hot and just wasn't. None of them were operating. Outlaw treed, uh, left the tree. That helped me some. I said, then he blew in there and treed a coon. And then he blew in there and treed another coon at the end of the hunt. But it didn't, it didn't affect our score or any. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so then you're part of the, the final six. Yep. You're in the top six. And tonight's hunt is a little bit different than the rest of them. You've been hunting uh, four dog cast the whole way. And now tonight there's three heads up cast how do you think with him being an older dog i guess that's not going to affect him any or anything i sure hope it don't he's yeah. hunted in a few of them and they're a different ball game than a four dog cast i'd much rather hunt a four dog cast yeah it's gonna but be a little different when you get to this level when five especially when you get to the last six dogs they're not slouches yeah i think you drew uh the hard times hobo dog yep. right yeah have you hunted with him before I, I have never hunted with hobo but i know if jeff jeff Rickliffs is handling and john strickland owns it it's a winner yeah you guys should have a good a good a good hunt tonight i'd say there'll be some cone treat on that cast for sure but uh hey is there anything else you want to say before we kind of sign off here well i'd just like to thank nick snodgrass for allowing me to go to these hunts and i got my wife and son here my wife lets me hunt about every night yeah and without her 
I probably wouldn't be going to too many hunts with him. Yeah. But she rodes my dog and takes care of him during the week. Can't beat that. It's a whole family. It takes a whole family to do it. That's yeah. right. So, hey, I appreciate you being down here with me. Uh, congratulations on being here. Good luck to you the rest of the way. One more night. You're pretty getting pretty close to a pretty good payday here. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Jacob. Then Sunday morning after the uh, final cast, the hunt was all over and everything. Uh, we had the three winners come back, and uh, Jeff uh, Rickliffs and Hobo were the ultimately the winners. And I pulled Jeff in. He was a busy guy. Everybody wanted to talk to Jeff. You know, everybody wanted an interview with him, but uh, I think I uh, asked him for one more. Man, Jeff, can you just do one more with me here before we head out? And he was uh, he was happy to do so. So. Here is uh, my interview with Jeff after he won the whole uh, shebang with Hobo. Man, here we are, Jeff. It's after 5 o'clock in the morning, Sunday morning at the Tournament of Champions, and uh, you're still here. I'm still here. What are here. we doing? Well, we actually uh, just won the thing. We just thing. won it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, who? you know, you always hope to win a big one when you go, but when it actually happens, you sit there and say, man, I just won this thing. Yeah. It's awesome. Four rounds. Four rounds. Four rounds. What was the toughest round? Um, probably last night or tonight. Tonight was a little bit of a nail biter. Last night, you talking about uh, you talking about uh, Thursday or Friday night's round? Yeah, I'm sorry, Friday night's yeah. round. Um, Top twenty four. Yeah, I just got down. It, um, I was treated at the end of the hunt. The hunt's over, and I have to have a coon to win. Yeah. yeah. Um, coons weren't moving as good. I didn't think last night, so it was a little tougher. Yeah. We got spread all over the country, but tonight was as the weather you know the wind picked up we were in some really bad yeah. hills um dogs got, oh my goodness they got scared yeah. it was tough to yeah. hear let's so. back up just a little bit like we talked to you earlier today or saturday afternoon you know before you went out in the round three and the heads up round but then that was you kind of breezed through that one kind yeah. of got on two trees and the oh, other i forgot about yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like uh, honestly i i mean that was almost like not a cast. I, I, I'm not making fun or, right. or likeness right. of the other dog. He just took a bad break and right. mine looked really good. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we turned loose and like just a little bit after the minute BTO strikes and then mine strikes just a little bit right-handed. We're on a little river and mine crossed that river and just sunk in there less, that quick and was 600 treed. Yeah. I tree, we cross the river and as we're going to mine, tree BTO behind us, Go to me, I got a coon, cut him off there. And before we could get back to BTO, mine's in there 800 again, treed. Yeah. And BTO was on a, a tree that the next tree over was a den and it, it just did not touch. I mean, yeah. they, both the judge and the backup judge and um, Jacob, man, yeah. I mean, they looked as hard as they could. And Cody Sype, judge, and he says, I just don't see where it touches. And Jacob, He's, I mean, great, great guy. Yeah. He says, I don't either. I'm yeah. good. He said, yeah. I'm minus. He said, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Walked to go to me and his, he said his was just kind of easing towards mine. On the way there, he said, listen, if you got another coon, I'm just going to get out of your way. He said, I'm going to be 625 points behind. Yeah. And I had a coon. So, yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. And then you were right. You know, this final cast of weather looked like it was going to get bad. And I looked at that radar and I'm thinking, man, you guys are, you're right. But it kind of veered off to the, and you really didn't. Wasn't, yeah, I was, it was windy to begin with, obviously, but then it kind of laid down. Laid down it? a little bit, yeah. and we dropped down in those hills yeah. where it kind of blocked yeah. it. But I'll be totally honest with you. I was on the phone with my wife, and I was, I was I'm real big weather watcher before these hunts yeah. and while we're at a hunt. 
And we were driving out there. I was 100% absolutely disgusted that we were going to, that this, the weather was going to affect mm-hmm. this, this major of a hunt. I said, I can't believe it. I said, I think we're going to get about half of it in and who knows what's going to happen then. And that's not, so that's more luck than it is um, skill of what happens in, in, during the weather. But no, it, the weather played no part of it. Thank God it didn't yeah. come in. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, hey, it all turned out for you, and man, what a what a good run here, and, and you won the doggone thing. Yep, love it. So, uh, um, what's uh, what's what's next for the dog? Got some other hunts lined next up next weekend. To, next weekend, getting right back with it. I was talking to John, and he, you know, he's not uh, he's not he doesn't lay dogs much up much. No. he's there. He's got them to hunt them. We got next weekend and the next weekend back to backers, and yeah. um, after that. I think we actually have a weekend off yeah. we i mean we me and john talk you know we'll we kind of lay our thing yeah. um things out for a while and then the other day he called and he's like let's talk what we got and we we were pretty sure there the first of may there's some stuff you probably could go to but i think we're going to take yeah. a week off he's got a new boat in georgia so he's yeah. gonna go down there and I, i'm ready for a week yeah. i'll be ready for a weekend yeah. off well it was we had a lot of viewers watching tonight on the live stream and everything but a hundred thousand dollars for this final cast you know so awesome. and you get the you get half of it fifty thousand yeah. dollars so biggest um that's my biggest biggest win um money wise for Is sure it? yeah and yeah absolutely yeah. In, my, in my life i mean yeah. i've won i've won a lot of stuff but as far as a one purse win yeah. that's yeah and it, I, you know I, I know it hasn't all sunk in yet but as of right now i feel like i want a truck you know with henry and yeah and this and that but this might be the biggest it's yeah well hey like i said it's after five and i know it's about time to milk the cows so we better get (laughs) off here and get with it so alan i appreciate everything you and the whole staff of ukc and everybody that's been involved in this production part uh well i just want to say thank you and you put on a uh, an absolute awesome event well you're very welcome congratulations thank you sir All right, I hope you guys enjoyed those interviews that we were able to get there at the Tournament Champions Finals. Again, man, what a fun weekend. Uh, we, we had a blast there. We always do. It's, it's one that we always circle on the calendar. We put a ton of time into it and a ton of, of our resources into it to make it the best it can. We hope everybody enjoyed being there if you were there. If you weren't there, I hope you enjoyed the event coverage, and I hope you all have plans to get qualified and come out next year. Uh, remember, next week, uh, same place, same time. Uh, this that we're going to drop another one with a lot more information for you guys where we can get more into to dog information owner information we're going to talk a lot about the the more specific details of the event um, all the way down to, to the very very basic so uh hope to see you guys next time we hope you enjoyed this episode have a good one thank you for listening to the ukc hunting ops podcast Be sure to give us a follow so you don't miss any of our new episodes or content.